coming up. What an excellent day for The History of the Devil. Part 18. folks, and welcome to another episode of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we normally examine, extrapolate, and excavate The Exorcist, minute by terrifying minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Diaz. And we are still your holy guides on this journey through the history of the devil. And today we are covering book five of John Milton's epic poem, Paradise Lost. Last time, you'll remember, folks, that Satan had some doubts about his mission and performed his big show-stopping number, To Be or Not To Be Bad. Um, to an audience of one, although he didn't know it. And uh, he'd also forgotten to change his costume from the previous scene. Um, you remember, folks, that was the uh, Widow Baby Cherub costume. <laughs> he, uh, he finds the Garden of Eden and leaps the walls in a single bound, even though he has wings. Uh, speaking of wings, he, he then uh, goes through a succession of quick changes from animal to animal whilst he spies on Adam and Eve. Uh, you could say he's uh, eavesdropping. <laughs> Um, but no, that's, that's, that's actually apt because they, Adam and Eve, are dropping some crucial plot while Satan plots in the background. Boy, that's just like, like a triple decker of bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about that, Lester. You'll get up to quadruple soon enough. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so he's listening to them drop some exposition. And now that he knows exactly what to do, he has time, so he decides to go on a day tour of Eden, um, returning at night to whisper strange dreams into Eve's ear. Gabriel and the other angels find him, and after a brief scuffle in which God literally tips the scales, they let him go. Let him go. <laughs> go. Again, these angels are way too trusting. Um but Satan departs, and with him depart the shades of night. Oh, but then he, he mutters. Oh, and, and he departs murmuring. But yeah, that is where we pick up today in book five. But first, let's read Milton's argument. Morning approached. Eve relates to Adam her troublesome dream. He likes it not, yet comforts her. They come forth to their day labors, their morning hymn at the door of their bower. God, to render man inexcusable, sends Raphael to admonish him of his obedience, of his free state, of his enemy near at hand, who he is and why his enemy and whatever else may avail Adam to know. Raphael comes down to paradise, his appearance described, his coming discerned by Adam afar, sitting at the door of his bower. He goes out to meet him, brings him to his lodge, entertains him with the choicest fruits of paradise got together by Eve, their discourse at table. Raphael performs his message, minds Adam of his state and of his enemy, relates at Adam's request who that enemy is and how he came to be so, beginning from his first revolt in heaven, and the occasion thereof how he drew his legions after him, to the parts of the north, and there incited in them to rebel with him, persuading all but only Abdiel, a seraph, who in argument dissuades and opposes him, then forsakes him. I thought this was persuaded and dissuades because you were in character. Oh. As the baby. I was the, I was... <laughs> <laughs> but that's how he spells it. I'm looking at the text. So he spells it as persuading with the W, all so... but Abdiel, who in argument dissuades and opposes him with the W. <laughs> 
You thought you thought I had written it with plans yes. to do the Widow Baby Cherub voice. Yeah, and I was surprised. Why aren't you doing it? I'm, but then I'm looking at the book, and no, that's how Milton spells it. Yeah, that's how he spells it, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. That's the way I've taught when you were like, yeah. remember the little baby yeah, <laughs> angel. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they they, they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to do it again in a minute. <laughs> but no, you're not. You, you you're looking at the script. It's like, oh God, he's doing it the whole. He's doing it the whole, t- the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, right. you blame this on Milton. This is not me at all. Yeah. I'm just a widow 17th century poet. <laughs> Milton never saw a U he didn't like enough to turn it into a W. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> The letter so nice, he used it twice. <laughs> so yeah, folks, that's the argument. Um, so yeah, let's get into this poem. It is the next morning, and Milton wants us to know that Adam's sleep is like the best sleep you ever had. He is not groggy. He doesn't need coffee, no achy joints, no morning breath. He doesn't even need to pee. And this is usually how Eve sleeps as well. But when Adam leans over and whispers sweet nothings in her ear, she wakes up. But she looks terrified and she clutches Adam and says that she's had a horrible dream. And she says, oh, I am so happy to see you and return to the morning. I have dreamed not of you as I usually do. I was like, all right. Um, that, that someone was whispering in my ear and it, it, it said, why sleepest thou, Eve? Now is the pleasant time, the cool, the silent. And so, yeah, so, so in Eve's dream, she, she, uh, she opens her eyes, but Adam's not there. In the dream, she gets up and she goes to find him and she comes to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And she recounts how it looked more beautiful and more tempting than it ever had before. Um, And she's not alone. In her dream, standing nearby and also looking at the tree is an angel, very beautiful, who doesn't appear to notice her at first. Um, It seems like he's uh, talking to the tree and or himself. Which um, might be true if it's Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah talking right. to the tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and he asks why knowledge should be forbidden. And he reaches out and he takes uh, a fruit and he bites into it. And Eve recoils in horror at seeing him do this. But then she also sees that, that he is overjoyed. He, she, he says he, he now feels like God. And he turns and acknowledges Eve for the first time. And he, he offers the fruit to her. And he says, here, happy creature, fair, angelic Eve, partake thou also. Happy though thou art, happier thou mayest be. Worthier canst not be. Taste this, and be henceforth among gods, thyself a goddess. Not to earth confined, but to sometimes in the air, as we sometimes ascend to heaven. By merit thine, and see what life the gods live there, and such live thou. So she takes the fruit, and she eats it, and together they fly up into the sky, so high that they can see all of creation below them. Uh, But then she turns, and she sees the angel is no longer there, and she begins to fall back down to earth. So this is the first falling dream, also. Uh, This this whole dream is another sign for me Uh that this is partially conceived as a stage play. Because, like, why, why are we waking up to tell the dream rather than um, just us experiencing the dream? Mm, okay, yeah. You know, in, in the text of it, so. Right, right. Yeah, okay, I can see that, right? Like, because you would have, you would have the actor, like, like describe it. Because you wouldn't be able to do, like, the quick transi- uh, transition in the, right. in the stage play, yeah. But in a novel, in a play, yeah, you could just, you could just be in the dream. So I'm not sure why we don't see it through. You know, because mm. it also hurts, again, like, it also hurts Eve's agency that we don't experience that this wonderful, beautiful, crazy, scary dream right. through her point of view, we experiencing it through Adam listening to his wife tell the dream. Oh, that's a really, really good point. Like if we were with Eve in the dream right. and 
like just Milton just said, like objectively, this is the most beautiful tree and the best tasting fruit and, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it feels so wonderful, then we'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. Right? Of course I would eat it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a bummer that he didn't. There's a couple of there's a couple of things in this book that like, mm-hmm. when, when we get to them, it's like, ah, maybe I would do like a little bit differently. Um, and you know what I would do, of course. I know I get the idea that like she sees Luc- uh, Lucifer Satan and he's like right. yeah, as beautiful as, as Lucifer was before and, right. and all that and gorgeous. But, you know, he, he of course, he should be a, a, a toad. <laughs> Right, he should be he should be squatting because he's squatting as a toad uh-huh. outside, uh, uh, speaking the dream into her ear. Right, right, and so that's what he should be in the in, in the, the dream. dream. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Okay, with his tongue out, squatting, <laughs> squatting like a toad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And just missing in- a lot of opportunities here. Right, that's how he gets the apple with his tongue. He's like, <laughs> right, and then he takes the second one out and glop, and then yeah. puts it out at her again, like with right. the tongue. Right, yeah, Here, with the tongue. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, ew. <laughs> It's like, I, 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 I don't want uh, fruit from that tree anymore. That was, uh, <laughs> you know, was a good dream. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so you know, she's falling back down to earth in her dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when, when Adam woke her. And so she explains all this to him. And I like this. He starts out, um, he says, best image of myself and dearer half. The trouble of thy thoughts this night in sleep affects me equally. So I'm like, all right, that, you know, it's like, like first calls her like best image of himself and, and his, his better half. Like, I like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, okay, this is, you know, I'm with you. This is like this, this dream affects both of us. Um, so then next he goes on to assure Eve that she herself is not evil for having these thoughts, which mm-hmm. I also like. Yes. But then he begins to explain dreams to her. And I can't decide how I feel about this because like on the surface, it's, it's, it's very like, it's like, oh, honey, it was all in your imagination. Don't, don't worry your pretty little head. Mm-hmm. But then I, I have to keep remembering that like he's one day older, <laughs> you know, and maybe, maybe he really is explaining what dreams are to her. But no, she said at the top of this that, that she usually dreams about him. So she knows what dreams are. I know, but that's the problem too. It's like, I usually dream about you for the two days I've been alive. Yeah. And then the third time I was alive, I didn't dream about you, which is so weird. And I have to apologize to, to you for that. Right. She's almost, she's almost feeling guilty about yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. That she dreamt about uh, Toad Satan. Yeah, right. <laughs> whispering into her ear. Mm-hmm. Right. His, his, his seductive, croaky voice. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so like Adam basically says not to worry about it, you know, wipes away her tears and they both get up and they begin their daily work of tending the garden. Remember, that's that's their work. That's what they're doing. They're they're trying to expand the garden, you know, mm-hmm. to fill the whole world. Um, but actually before this, uh, they kneel and they do their morning prayer to the east, which I liked. Um, I thought it was a nice touch. And Milton says their prayers are joyful and fun and completely improvised. Um, you know, sometimes they talk to God, sometimes they sing, and it's always different. There's no structure to it. It's just this joyful overflow of gratitude. And I think Milton's making a comment here on the like the rigid structure we often put uh, to prayer, right? And that, mm-hmm. like the solemn attitude, we got to be respectful, we got to be serious and solemn and, and humble, right? And I like that Adam and Eve are just like singing to God and expressing their love like like in any way they think of it's it's like the love of a very young child they don't they don't stand on ceremony they just like express their love right um mm-hmm. and so adam and eve they they praise the sun they call it the eye and the soul of this world but they also call upon it and and the moon and the stars and all of nature to praise god along with them um it's really beautiful yeah uh so milton i don't know do we know how religious he was i guess it's a stupid question mm. since he wrote paradise lost yeah. but i mean like how how adhered I mean, wait, he wait, was wait. oh no keenan that's not a stupid question 
<laughs> no, but what I mean, I guess I don't mean religious, like how much of he was to an inherent of like the, the dogma of the Anglican church. Or, right, right. I, I couldn't see that anywhere, but hmm. yeah, like the Anglican church, right. was the Protestant expression uh, in England. Right. So against Catholicism, which of course was, you know, criticized one of the reasons that, the, that we had the reformation was its rigidness and um, right um so yeah i wonder about that uh, mm-hmm. like how much he was like criticizing catholicism specifically oh, or perhaps, whether yeah. whether this this complaint he seems to have about the nature of prayer is also a complaint about the church of england mm, could be right yeah I, so i don't know yeah i do remember right yeah in his early life he was he was studying to become an anglican priest and and for some reason he stopped oh um, okay okay yeah no I forgot um, that part of it. Yeah, because hmm. the Anglican Church is only what 125, 40 years uh, old at this yeah, point. Yeah. So hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah. So so then uh, Adam and Eve they set to work and they're tending the garden. Um, and we pan up up above the clouds and and we got God again. Um, <laughs> Milton's God. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, looking down and uh, and with him is Raphael, uh, one mm-hmm. of the archangels. And Milton mentions that he was the angel who disguised himself and came down and helped Tobias in the Book of Tobit. Um, that's the one where they they. Uh, we're up against Asmodeus, right? Asmodeus, um, okay. who also appeared in uh, our Testament of Solomon episode. Um, so I guess Raphael is is like good with people, right? Like, uh-huh. like he's 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 uh you know he's had experience amongst them, right? Um, well, no, no, oh, right, because <laughs> they haven't been any people. Because this is the first one, yeah. <laughs> Wow. See, that's, you know. When I thought you were making a joke. No, you no. <laughs> Actually, I write that exact joke a little bit later down oh. the page. But I just yeah, tripped these, over my own self just now. These are the first people. Yeah, yeah right, right. Yes. So he's about to find out, I guess, whether yeah. he's a, a people, people person or people not. Pers- <laughs> a people angel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, Milton is is making all of these references to it's like it's like oh, and then you know the shores of India and and you know it's like Alexander <laughs> yes. the Great and it's like but it's like he's talking about Adam and Eve. <laughs> so so please forgive me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so as wait wait, wait so wait 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 so then mm-hmm. he helped Tobias. Wait yes. what? Yeah how what? <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not your fault. That's Milton. So, so he helped to wait. Hold on, let me pull this up in the text. Yeah, yeah. It says he traveled. Wait, <laughs> with pity, heaven's high king into him called Raphael, the sociable spirit. Okay, uh-huh. that deigned to travel with Tobias and secured his marriage with the seven times wedded maid. Yes, Tobias isn't born yet. Yes, I know, I know. That's okay, what I'm so saying. It's not your fault. Okay, yeah. okay. That's Milton's fault. Yes, yes. No, no, no. Okay, he, he's he's constantly making. I guess it's not, it's, okay, they're not callbacks, they're call forwards. <laughs> call forwards. He's like, and then this angel showed up. And he didn't know it at the time, but he was going to be really big in the, in the, uh, in Exodus or whatever. Right, right. right. Yeah. But then that just, that just big plot holes where you can't like, you know, you know, predict Hitler, I, Milton. Yeah. <laughs> Your God could see all of creation all at once, but yeah. doesn't know who the Beatles are. Mm-hmm. There's no mention of the Beatles in Paradise Lost. <laughs> But you shame claim that too. your God can see everything all at once. It's a shame. Maybe we could have helped Adam and Eve. Yeah. <laughs> right, guys, I don't think you should eat that apple. <laughs> That's why we wrote that song, didn't yeah. we? Help. We need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. Yep. There, there's a, a contender for the power of. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, okay, so we're with we're with God and Raphael. Mm-hmm. Um, so so God tells Raphael to go down there and warn Adam and Eve about Satan, mm-hmm. and also to kind of like lecture them on their own free will. So God gave them free will, as uh-huh. I understand it, but He mm-hmm. didn't give them any instructions. 
like any instruction book about like what all this means. And now he needs Raphael to really explain it to them. Or, or is he like, I gave them instructions and that's, that's the whole don't eat from this tree thing. Right. But they don't understand it. So I think, I think what Milton's God is doing here is now that Satan is a player in this game, he's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like let's go down there and remind them about free will and how you can like, you can mess up. So Uh be careful because now like the stakes are a little higher. Okay. Right? So it might be easier to mess up now. So don't mess up. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what's going on. Right? Okay. So yeah. So so there we go. So um, you know, uh, another people helping mission for no. I get the first people helping mission for Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I like that Milton specifically chose an angel who is known for like coming down and walking amongst the humans. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there's a there's. <laughs> Going back to that story, there's a really funny bit. Um, I think it's unintentionally funny um, uh-huh. in in the book of Tobit, where where Raphael um, he's been traveling with Tobias for a while, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and like near the end, he reveals that he is the angel Raphael, and like you know everyone's like oh, and um, and and so he says to Tobias, he's like, and that one time that we were eating together, you think you saw me eating, but that was an illusion. <laughs> and I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. It's it's like Raphael is so proud that he tricked Tobias by pretending to eat. Is this like he? Wait, so what does he mean? He, he was it was an illusion. Did he do like the trick where where you you <laughs> take an Oreo and like you go um, but then it's just in your palm, right? And, you, and then you tell a toddler like, oh, I, yep. you know, is that what he's saying, or does I, did he eat and then he's an angel, so something crazy happened because that's right, going right. to come up later too. Did it? Did it like it like like evaporate on his tongue so he didn't? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. What kind of illusion? <laughs> or is it as simple as what you're saying, like this right. little sleight of hand where he just like, kind of like, oh, right. it's like look at that, like, oh, and, and then and then he, he reaches behind. Um, uh, 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 Tobias's ear. He goes, oh, there it is. Oh, there There's it is, the right. Oreo. <laughs> oh, is that a, is that a is that a fish right there? Oh, mm-hmm. like, it was just like, and he just like eats the length of the fish. It is like <laughs> Tobias is like, wow. Oh, that's a never ending uh, Twizzler. It looks yeah, like yeah. <laughs> never ending Twizzler. <laughs> but no, apparently, like I guess uh, you know, in in the story of uh, of Tobias, um, angels are are understood not to need to eat. All right. Well, that. Milton's going to do some stuff with that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I like I like that he's using Raphael to explain that. <laughs> okay, great. Who famously pretended to eat to trick uh, Tobias, right? Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, folks, so you might think this is another tangent, but this actually figures into Milton's, uh, Milton's version of, uh, of angels. And we're right. we're going we're gonna to get to that in just a bit. Um, so yeah, so, so Milton says that by God um, doing this, by, by sending Raphael down to, to warn Adam and Eve, he is now, he, God, is now blameless of what follows because he has warned them, told them all about Satan and how wily he is. And so now they can't uh, like lie and pretend they didn't know about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, this is, this is the thing that Milton set out to do in his poem, to justify the ways of God to men. Mm-hmm. But he keeps doing it so literally he literally has god say to someone and now i'm gonna do this and so that way the blame is entirely off me right Mm -hmm. that's not justifying god right even though that's literally what it is um it's it's actually i think the opposite right whenever someone says it's not my fault because x Uh it's it's almost always at least partially their fault right (laughs) like like he is calling this character god and this god is defending himself with human logic human words and it's it's not even good human logic it's it's milton's logic right yeah and yeah i think i think i now understand why people don't like this part this this milton depiction of god yeah it is interesting it feels it does feel very like juvenile every time that god says these things like yeah hey not my problem 
Exactly. No, th- yeah. that's exactly what he's doing, right? Like I was once on a on a set, and it was a pretty mm. dysfunctional movie set. Mm. Um, and there were there were you know delays and stuff, which is which happens, but it was a pretty dysfunctional set. Mm. And um, so we were we, so I was in the art department, and it's kind of rare when you wait for the art department. Oftentimes, you're waiting for the director, the actors, or the camera department. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, but so for some reason, we were waiting on something else, and the cinematographer leans in out of nowhere and turns to the assistant director and says, hey, this one let you know, you're not waiting on me. And then just comes <laughs> off like that <laughs> in front of everyone. And everyone's just like, ew, what a gross thing to say. <laughs> but that's, that's a little bit like what God, and that's how God comes across every time he starts saying one of these things. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, well, I told him, or, you know, I sent Raphael down. So, you know, I'm, I'm blameless here. Yeah, right. Like and- he's, you know, like literally he's protesting too much. Like if he, you know, like, like in Hamlet, like I think he's protesting too much. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, And, you know, like the weird thing would be if Milton, and I know like, you know, in that day and age, like no one would ever like dream of, of, of pulling this kind of blasphemy. But mm. like if he had made God into a more flawed character, like intentionally flawed character, like have him be like a little bit absent minded. It's like, oh, mm. we didn't lock the gates of hell or, oh, no, I should have I should have, you know, foresaw that or something like that. Or have him be, I don't know, um, a little bit interested in in what's what's going what to happens, happen. Like, yeah. like make him be like like that kind of like, um, you know, off kilter artist who's like, oh, I wonder how this little splash of paint is going to, you know, is going to uh, work on this. Oh, um, you know, what happens if I take the ladder out of the pool in The Sims? Let's just see what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't you have these inclinations? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's a little bit sadistic, but. <laughs> no, I just want to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I mean is it it's. Harder to swallow here because mm-hmm. Milton's God is taking himself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, no, 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 guys, I'm God. I'm like, like this is what I say goes, and and like I am blameless, and I I am perfect, and like we don't, you know, like just just the the character of God saying that is not enough for us. Like mm-hmm. we would be we would be more touched if Milton wrote him like a you know like an old fuddy duddy, like an old uh, you know grandpa who like you know, forgot something and we'd be like, oh, but like, but, but deep down, like he is the ruler of the universe and you can see why he's God. Mm. He's just got, you know, he's just a little, you know, like absent-minded, right? But by the end of the seven days, the the seven days of creation, he's tired. Yeah. Right. That, that'd be, that's very interesting. I like that version. Yeah. Uh, right. And, you would, hmm. and as you were talking about it, like, I think another version might be like, God is so, um, you know, his hubris in like the Greek tragic way, right? Like mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. that he loves, he loves man so much. He doesn't believe that man would do this. Right? Oh yeah! It's like oh, I made this perfect thing, and like, and then like Raphael is going up, or um, or any of them, Uriel, and it's like, hey, I think Satan's gonna win, and 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 God is like, no, that's impossible, right? Because like, as infinitely bad as Satan is, man, as I've created him, is just good, and he just will not ever betray me, right? Oh, that! Oh my God, Keenan, you you figured it out, you cracked the code. <laughs> We that did it would, together, Lester. <laughs> that would break my heart. Right, right. That right. would be like, and and that would take all of the blame off God because He believed in us. Like right. He loved us. He was like, no, they they'll never, they'll never you know, do, do the wrong thing. Like they, right. I know them. They're they're my kids. They they would never. And and then we break His heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be. Oh man, dear. And Ariel's like, Milton. can we put a, a fence around the tree? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we won't need a fence no, 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 around we the don't tree. Need, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> he's he's like he's parent blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like like he, you know, he loves the kids like a little bit too much to to see their flaws. Oh, right. That and if be... that makes him crazy, Your Honor, that makes him crazy. <laughs> lock him right up because <laughs> having his kids is like oxygen to him. Yeah, yeah, which which he doesn't need because he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then there's that time. You know, it's a, uh, you know, um, Adam was 
was walking in the garden and mm-hmm. and he came a, he came upon God and hello <laughs> one lump or two dear yeah. <laughs> oh I like this much better can we can we just like you know insert our version of God our our you know trusting like overly loving parent hey you could write your own paradise list I mean I, I think I mean, that'd could. be more blasphemous today is to rewrite oh, yeah. paradise lost than to rewrite the Bible what's gonna get you more in trouble with uh, the literati oh yeah that's true right like they would yeah hmm <laughs> Well, you know what I could do, you know, mm. right? Uh, I could just I could just lie and say that I wrote a new <laughs> version of Paradise Lost. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So so Raphael has his orders, right? And so he's flying through heaven, and all the angels get out of his way as he passes because mm. he he looks like he is on some serious business, and uh, and they're all and they're all whispering to each other in hushed voice. Oh, it's Raphael. Oh, oh is like, he? What's he doing? He's like, oh, it's Raphael. He's like, Raphael. you know, you, you know, I, I I heard he's cool but rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than me. I'm a party dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Ninja Turtles reference, folks. But yeah, yeah. You, you, you thought the hosts of the Exorcist Minute were gonna say we're, we're gonna be able to say Raphael and not reference the turtles? Yeah. But yeah, so so he flies to the gates, which open by themselves. Milton made special note of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond the gates, he has a clear view of Eden. In fact, Milton compares Raphael's sight to the telescope of Galileo, which mm-hmm. um, I like how he, he got his buddy in there, right? Yeah, he's seen he's it. Still probably in house arrest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and he's seen Galileo's... Uh, uh, oh, geez, do you know the... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do you know this Betty White line? <laughs> this might be too risque for, for our podcast. For this show? <laughs> this Betty, Light, Betty White line from the, the roast of William Shatner. Okay. So, you know, not a lot of people came to the roast of William Shatner. Like, not a lot of Star Trek people, right? Because they don't like mm-hmm. him. Right? Mm-hmm. So Leonard Nimoy wasn't there. You know? So, yeah, they just Damn. don't get along. So it was... Um, but. Uh, Nichelle Nichols was there and uh-huh. um, George Takei, I think, and think that might have been it, right? Oh, wow. um, so yeah, so so Betty White's making fun of like how hard it is to work with Bill Shatner and everything, uh-huh. um, and how and tough he is, and, and he says, "Now everybody knows Bill's nuts, but George has tasted them." Did they did the did the camera pan over to to Mr. Takei? Oh the, yes, oh yes. Okay. I always wonder about that. It's like like if you're ever in that situation, right? If I'm ever right, like in the audience, and, and a friend of mine is winning an Oscar, or if <laughs> right. I've, I've just let's let's hey, this is fucking imagination. So let's just go all the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I if I'm sitting down with my Oscar and somebody's up there making a speech and they and they like make a jab at me and the camera turns to me, I don't know. I don't like like will I be good enough? Like, you know, will I be a good enough actor? Well, I have the Oscar, so. Yeah, yeah you know. I guess so. At that point, you have it, right? <laughs> to, to be like, oh, that's so right. funny, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, Betty White, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was worried. You, you, you went away from the microphone for so long that I uh, was worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, just, I was just trying to catch my breath. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, so Raphael heads to Eden, and so uh, you know there's more flying, and here Milton uh, says uh, to all the fowls he seems a phoenix. 
So again, we got some animal imagery here, like mm-hmm. with Satan, um, except uh, this is like a, mm-hmm. a mythical bird, right? This isn't a real bird. Um, and also like with Satan, Milton doesn't seem to know the difference between something that seems like a phoenix and something that is an actual phoenix. <laughs> an actual phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Because because when Raphael lands on earth and this mm-hmm. is this is uh, you know this is what Milton writes he says right. he lights and to his proper shape returns a seraph winged six wings he wore to shade his lineaments divine the pair that clad each shoulder broad came mantling o'er his breast with regal ornament the middle pair girt his starry zone his waist and round skirted his loins and thighs with downy gold and colors dipped in heaven and the third his feet shadowed from either heel with feather from either heel with feathered male sky tinctured grain like maya's son he stood and shook his plumes that heavenly fragrance filled the circuit wide straight knew him all the bands of angels under watch and to his state and to his message high in honor rise for on some message high they guessed him bound so yeah he like he lands and he sh- changes his shape to his to his you know actual shape, which is a seraphim. Um, so he was a phoenix, Milton. <laughs> right. So was he like a phoenix, Milton, or was he a phoenix? Yeah, I think I think you meant to say, Milton, that he was a phoenix. <laughs> now this this can't be like something. This this hasn't changed, right? There were similes in Shakespeare's time. Yeah, right? no, no, no. <laughs> okay, this is Milton's relic. I mean. Things have been turning into other things since, like, <laughs> the dawn of of, of, of stories. This ice right? has turned to water. Yeah, right. It's different from this ice is like water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we know we know his true form. He is a he is a seraphim okay. um, and an archangel, I guess. Um, so I like that, right? I think that's separate from uh, like the hierarchy that uh, that uh, Thomas Aquinas you know proposed, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because he would call those two different ranks. Right. right. Um, in any case, he is a big deal, and the angels on earth guarding Eden are also like, oh, oh, oh guys, it's it's Raphael, it's Raphael. Oh, right? God, he's a cool dude, but he's a real yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shredo, hide the pizza. <laughs> But yeah, so, so, oh, it's Raphael, guys. And so he's 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 walking, you know, amongst them. He's passing by their tents. So mm. they must have like an encampment, like right outside the gates of Eden. Uh-huh. Um, so so Raphael comes upon the home of Adam and Eve just as they are sitting down to a meal. Okay. And Adam sees him first and he's like, oh my God, Eve, look over there. Like, you know, it, it's like another sunrise in the middle of the day, right? It must be an angel. Maybe maybe he's got a message from God. Go, go, go to our pantry and get our best food and, and bring it so that we can, uh, you know, share with our guest. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I feel like there's a missed opportunity here for Eve to be like, I literally just had a nightmare about an angel. Exactly. <laughs> I I wouldn't like Keenan, this okay, this is what I was saying, like I was hinting at. The beginning of this thing, like there's a couple things I would do differently. This, I would have a close up on Eve <laughs> as she looks up at what what Adam is saying and being like, "Oh fuck!" Mm-hmm. Like like what is going on? What is about to happen right now? This is <laughs> this is from my dream. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and then like I would have her be like for the rest of the you know of of their time together, I would have her be like a little wary, a little suspicious of him, mm-hmm. right? Like something. And that way, like in addition to the dream, you'd have like a byproduct of that in that Satan has planted this seed of mistrust, mm-hmm. right? Without even meaning to, without even knowing it, right? Right. But at the very least, have her mention it to Adam. 
you know, and have him like oh, brush it off, right? Have him like, you know, give that, give him a little bit of sin, right? Like, like he's not hearing her. Communication is breaking down. Right? Yeah, that, that's, that's where I have the bigger problem is like, he's like, yay, angels are here. <laughs> like, I, right. I think it's really insensitive of him. Yeah, right. Like she, she literally just had a nightmare about an angel. <laughs> the first nightmare. The in first the nightmare. Man <laughs> is about angels. And he's like, oh, it's just your imagination, honey. Oh, mm-hmm. look, an angel. <laughs> Right. And right. then but like that that dinner would be so interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. you got you got the angel here and 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 she's looking at him. She's she's asking him questions. Maybe she brings up the tree of knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. And now Raphael's suspicious. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, why are we talking mm-hmm. about the tree of knowledge? Right. And now they're both suspicious of each other. <laughs> and Adam's just oblivious. He's like, Oh, this fruit is great, honey. <laughs> right. Uh, honey, I know you just had the world's first nightmare and is about <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Yeah. But you'll never guess who I invited to dinner. <laughs> Robert England, the guy mm. who played Freddy Krueger yes. in those movies. Here, here, sit on either side of the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> here, you guys, you guys, scoot in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture. Right. right. Yeah. Closer, closer. You're not mm. framing. Not framing. Closer, yeah, closer. <laughs> but no, so, so, none of that happens, right? Um, <laughs> but I do, I, I do love what uh, what she says to Adam before she goes to get the food. She she so he's he's like, oh go, you know, go to our pantry and, and get, you know, uh, you know, the, the best foods. And she's like, Adam, I love you, but we don't have a pantry. <laughs> we don't store food. We're Adam and Eve. <laughs> and we live in the Garden of Eden. But yes, honey, I will go out and I will pick the best fruits from the best trees and bring them back here, right? And so, okay, like she, she doesn't say it exactly like that, but, but she does essentially remind Adam that they don't need a pantry because everything is just like ripe and beautiful and ready to pick at all times. <laughs> right. So, so I know you just had a nightmare about you being alone and I wasn't there and some angel <laughs> told you to eat the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good of evil. But while I'm dealing with this angel, can you go out and pick some fruit for us for dinner? I'll be here. You can be by yourself. Yes. Alone. <laughs> Alone. Just get the, the best fruit out there. I don't know what yeah. that fruit would be. Yeah. Just go and get the best fruit you can find. Just get, get the most tempting, <laughs> delectable fruits. Think decadent. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's show this angel what we can do down here on Earth. Oh, oh yeah. Earth in the house. <laughs> <laughs> And he puts up his hands to nobody. <laughs> Raise the roof, y'all. <laughs> oh God, it's oh, I love it. I, I this 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 won me over. This this little that, that little bit that she said. Um, okay, so yeah, so she runs off, and Milton has a whole stanza devoted to her choosing the best fruits and the and nuts and berries and and preparing them. And uh, he says there were fruits from Africa and India, and and basically like like with the animals, they're all here in Eden. And so she gathers them all, and she makes juice from the grapes and cream from the nuts and berries, which I didn't know you could do. Um, <laughs> I thought you needed dairy, but I googled it, and yeah, it's it's a thing you can do that. Um, <laughs> like nut nut creams, not nut, butters. Yeah, right. George Decay, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, so she's can we just can can Raphael just be George Decay? <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> but yes, well, yes, Adam and Eve. I uh, I came to warn you about something. There's a there's a very very sexy bad angel out there. <laughs> and, and, and the angel comes forward. He's like, it is I, the angel, uh, here to visit you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
so anyway, so he's making yeah. cream cream from the nuts. He's he's like yeah. before the um the almond milk craze that was right. he was on on it. Yeah. Yeah, she was she was on top of it. Mm. Um man, and like I'm and I'm just thinking like that has gotta be like 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 Adam sent her out there, you know, it, like like it was an easy it's like, yeah, just go grab some stuff, right? She's uh-huh. she's like making stuff. She's not she's not like just picking fruits and like setting it on a like a nice little platter. She's like right. making cream and 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 juice and, and stuff <laughs> like that, right? Well the men talk. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. Meanwhile, Adam has uh, has gone to greet his guest. He he uh he says he hopes his home and his food his food, his food. um <laughs> are fit for beings of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um and and he bows to the angel, um uh quote, uh as to a superior nature. That's what mm-hmm. uh, Milton says. And this is something that Milton plays with. Um all of the Abrahamic religions consider angels superior superior to humans in some ways like like their essence is purer they can they can stand in the presence of god they possess knowledge beyond, uh, beyond human capacity right but in all three religions christianity judaism and islam uh man is the most beloved and mm-hmm. has a a kinship with god that the angels do not have right mm-hmm. we look like God, right? He created us in his image. Um, and, and then he made himself into our image uh, when he became human um, for the Christians. Mm-hmm. The angels don't have that with God. Uh, they are his servants, his messengers, his uh, attendants, his his army. And then humans are his children. And his um, heirs, I think. Uh, right. Yes. Right? I know God's yeah. not going to pass away, but like that, right. like not just children, like, like they are, they are the continuation of him. Yes, exactly, right? And so yeah, so so this this thing with Adam bowing to Raphael. Mm. Um I've seen it in Revelation as well. Um uh John in Revelation, he encounters an angel who, you know, provides him with like the revelations and, mm-hmm. you know, in the end times and stuff like that, and he falls at the angel's feet, but the angel's like, "No, no, 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 don't do that. I'm a servant just like you. Only bow to God." Mm. Right? And actually, yeah, I would have liked that from Raphael here. Again, another like thing that I would do a little bit differently because Milton has read, uh, um, you know, Revelation. Sure. So so I would have him here echoing that, right? I would have Adam bow and Raphael being like, oh, no, 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 I'm just a servant, you know? Yeah, that makes sense because that's something that Satan can't uh, deal with. Right. He can't, right. he can't fathom that, right? Right. And that, that and that'll separate the other angels from him because, like, he would be like if he was on this mission, mm. uh, like you would, you would be like Adam didn't bow low enough, <laughs> right? But yeah, you get so, down there in the mud, you mud yeah. person. Yeah, you just, just go where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but no, um, you know, uh, Raphael just merely assures Adam that yes, his home and his food are suitable for angels, and he follows him to where Eve has prepared the meal for them. And when he meets Eve, he says, um, "Quote." Hail, mother of mankind, whose fruitful womb shall fill the world, more numerous with thy sons than with these various fruits the trees of God have heaped this table. And you notice that's very similar to the opening of the Hail Mary. Mm. Um, and here Milton refers to Mary as the second Eve, which I don't know what the first readers thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what I feel uh, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, this idea of, I, I, my, you know, we're, we're saying some people have trouble with the Adam and Eve parts. I, I mm-hmm. find them very fascinating because mm. it's making me put, you know, picture and to put into like dramatic form some of these ideas that I've taken for granted about the theology here. Uh-huh. Like, so again, about men being made in God's image, right? So right. like we, we 
have created, sorry, I'm going to say this uh, blasphemously and okay. you can fix it for me, but yeah, mm-hmm. we've created the, the image of angels in our image, like man. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so if we're being told, right, that God created man and they look different than the angels, right. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. our, our common depiction of angels are just, just people with, with, um, modifications. With wings. Yeah, yeah, usually yeah. with wings, and then yeah, maybe. So anything you do, like you're just adding the basic form of a person, and then you're modifying it, right, to make an right. angel or a devil. Um, so that that's opened up ideas again that are beyond my uh, ability to fathom. Like, so what is it really? So like, what are these? These angels do not look like God. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. God, God saved that for man specifically. Right. That's like 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 you like you would for your children, right? You're passing on this this like DNA, right? Mm, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So the fur the closest that an angel could look to God would be like the closest that like a, a chimp or a gorilla could look like man. Hmm. Okay, I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, like it, it like. I always wondered, like, if they were just like completely different, right? Like, you see those. Yeah, like, they have meme to be, now. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's a meme. Like they have the um, like the the biblically accurate angels, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like, like there are a bunch of like eyeballs with wings and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I think somebody debunked that. I think they said that though those are supposed to be like the ofanim, um, mm-hmm. which is different from angels. But it, like, yeah, this 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 thing that is is kind of like you know, hammered into us from like early on in our religious education mm-hmm. that God made man in his image. Yeah. And I like that Milton is reminding us of that when Satan first sees Adam and Eve, he, he's like, he's, he's struck. He's like, oh my, like, oh, they, they look just like him. Right. Like, and, like, oh, you, you could hear that. And then, but then mm-hmm. to see it in Satan's eyes is like, oh, well that, that means something, right? Right. It's, it's like you see, it's, it, it must be like, like seeing like part of your spouse in your child, mm. right? Like you, yeah. like you, you see his eyes or or her, um, like the way she smiles or something like that. You see that in like, like the kid, right? And I can see Satan, like you know, being mad at God, but then he sees Adam and Eve, and he's like, he he's 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 thrown off a little bit. Yeah. Oh God, that's interesting. But yeah, it's making me like confront these these phrases that you take for granted like that, or you know, when when they dramatize in uh, in movies or, or things about like about the Gospels, right? And it's like to turn the other cheek, and then you see what that really right. means. It's like I'm I'm offering you um, not you know not in defiance, like here here's the other side of my face, punch right. me again, bitch, or something like that. Right? Mm-hmm. So, it's like actually like no, you you need my Christian love, and here's my other cheek, and because right. you need it, or to give the shirt off one's back, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, what does that really look like? Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, so that that's really really interesting that we have to confront those things here. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, it's not helping that we got these like beautiful illustrations by Gustave Doré where, you know, <laughs> like, like Satan and all the other angels, they look mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like, uh, like gladiators. Right? Yeah. 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 Like idealized humans again with costume, like with angel costumes and devil costumes or. Right. right. Case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good. And, you know, it makes me think of, um, I like Michael Crichton a lot. I grew up with him. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. he pro- similar to like I think how you like King. Like I really like Michael Crichton. Oh, okay. Um, and and a lot of my ideas about like what makes a good novel comes from Crichton. And and mm-hmm. he talks about in his book uh, Sphere um, mm-hmm. that they're going down. They found an alien ship in the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, and mm-hmm. that they they they've sent a team in there. Um, and one of the things they do right is to send a like theoretical um, biologist, uh, mm-hmm. you know, who who is like. Um, you know, they send people who just have a really basic idea of like, oh, there's rules to what life is like. 
uh-huh. that they might miss the alien down there because the alien mm. might partially exist in another dimension. Um, mm. The alien might not have eyes or a face or things that we would track. The alien might not right. move in a way that, that is perceptible to us. Right. 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 Um, yeah. So like there's this there's this example that sort of this flashback as he's teaching his class. and He's like, you all need to design an organism for me and design an organism that he never designed before. And mm-hmm. so the, this guy, when he's in school, is designing an organism and his teacher goes by and says, well, this is all fine, but how does this creature expel waste? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the teacher's trying to teach him that, but, but he's like, that's, that's, that's not a good question actually, because like, we should mm-hmm. be asking like, why do creatures on earth have to expel waste? What about creatures right. from some other planet that involves some right. other way? Yeah. Maybe they don't have to expel waste. Right. Maybe they don't need to observe light in any way. Yeah. Right. This is basically the professor had asked like, how does this creature do what humans do. Right, exactly. Or life like, on maybe, Earth do, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Mm, that is very interesting. Yeah, folks. So, so yeah, so we don't know what uh, what Raphael looks like, uh, <laughs> you know, or what Satan looks like, you know. Right. But uh, but according to Milton and Doré, they look sexy AF. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the Doré depiction of, of this meeting between Raphael and um, Adam and Eve. And like uh-huh. Raphael, yeah, he has the wings and he has the flowing robes and everything. But mm-hmm. he's also like, he could sit across the, the the fire from Adam and Eve, like they're the same height and they're the same, yeah. you know, they look at each other. So it is a person, it's this personified version of an angel. It, it's not yeah. like, yeah, this is, um, I don't know if it's like, hey, we're the first two people and we're having nightmares about angels. This this is not how I would depict uh, this angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This looks like Adam. Yeah. With wings. <laughs> With wings. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So they're just about to, to sit down to dinner. Eve mm-hmm. invites him to eat with them, although she's not sure if this food is fit for angels. Same thing that uh, that Adam said. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where things get cuckoo banana pants, folks. <laughs> because Raphael answers that, yes, the food is fine for angels because angels, like all God's creatures, must eat. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say that not only do angels eat, but also, like all God's creatures, they poop. Yes, folks, you heard that correctly. In Milton's universe, <laughs> angels poop. This is the middle of the stanza. He like he continues. He goes on to explain, you know, the circle of life and the mystery of creation, uh, how the sun, the moon, and the earth, and the air, and the sea, and they, they all feed into each other, and they're all part of this, this great, uh, you know, like cycle. And all the time, I'm like, hang on, hang on, hold up, wait. And this is right up there with all the other criticisms, making God a character, casting Satan as your protagonist, right? You know, they talk about uh, uh, creation being a crescendo, just like getting better and better with each mm-hmm. creation. I think Milton's blasphemies are also like that. <laughs> I think I think religious scholars reading Milton's works are like, you know, they, they, they take it off the shelf and they're like, hmm, an epic poem in the style of the Iliad or the Odyssey, mm-hmm. but with Satan as the hero. Okay, I don't like that, but uh, he, he says he's trying to justify the ways of God to men, right? And then they get to book three, and they're like, okay, God's here. He's he's saying things, and he's doing things like a character. Ooh, I, I really don't like that. Um, but I'm only in book three. Maybe, maybe he's going to turn this around. And then you get to book five, and Raphael, one of the seven archangels, along with Gabriel, Uriel, Michael, and the others, um, is talking about angels pooping. <laughs> and that's when they're like, they're like, all right, all right, okay, Milton. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Take this back to the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but now, like, seriously, Keenan, did, did you catch this? Like, like, and what do we make of this? Yeah, I mean, I had to look up that what I was reading was what I was reading. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually, it's actually kind of hidden the the uh, way that the way that Milton explains it. Well, you know, then I'm like, am I am I just you know misreading this? And and mm. but uh, is this just my dirty mind? No, my dirty, exactly. not this time, Keenan. <laughs> 
For no, whatever was created needs to be sustained and fed of elements. The grocer feeds the pure, earth the sea, earth and the sea feed air. The air, those fires ethereal, and as low as first the moon, whence in her visits round those spots unpurged vapors. And I was like, vapors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 it's not vapors. No, it can't no, be. no, no. Unpurged vapors not yet into her substance turned. Nor doth the moon no nourishment exhale from her moist continent to higher orbs. I'm like, moist continent? No, I'm just being dirty. No. The sun that light imparts to all receives from all his element recompense in human exhalations no mm. human nah. escalations <laughs> so after three or four of those uh-huh, and uh-huh. looking them up it was like okay yeah that's what you're talking yep, about yep yep and like even before that right so that's that's the <laughs> second part of the stanza right uh-huh. but even before that he's directly he, he directly says like yes we we you know we intake food mm-hmm. and we di- like he uses the word digest yes Right. And we what is it like he he says uh, we assimilate the the useful stuff yes. from that food. Mm. And I'm like, and what do you do with the not useful stuff? <laughs> what, do, what do they do, Milton? Where does it go? Uh, so do you know how and we're not folks, we're not crazy. OK, like. <laughs> This this is a criticism <laughs> that other scholars have have, have oh, brought really? up. They, they've yes. been like they don't. So they don't. Why don't they like that that the angels poop? I because they're freaking angels. <laughs> it is a lot they of. They don't need to eat. They don't need to poop. Answering questions that no one was asking. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. so, even even for like oh angels eat because even angels eat manna right in some other right. but I've never thought it's about Lord, do they yeah. do they poop manna right, right. And, yeah. and so even if they were like we're, we could oh thank you for this fruit Eve I would never ever ever wonder mm. what happens to the rinds of the fruit or anything like that. Right. Yeah. How much fibers in the fruit for the angel. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, do you know canonically um, uh, how uh, wizards in J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World go to the bathroom? Oh God. I, okay. No, I don't. They use toilets, um, Lester. Uh-huh. I, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, you set me up. No, you... no, 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 no. So okay. this is what, this is what uh, was, was, <laughs> No, I did not set you up. Okay, this okay. is what J.K. Rowling, uh, her Pottermore, which is the online book, list of the online encyclopedia. Right. That like all canon. of a sudden, in what was this, 2019, yes, they, uh-huh. they said, and they tweeted, mm-hmm. Hogwarts didn't always have bathrooms. Before adopting muggle plumbing methods in the 18th century, witches and wizards simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence. So nowadays they go nowadays. So in the 1700s, so a little bit after Milton's day, they start like, oh, the muggles have plumbing. We should do plumbing. That's much better. (laughs) So before that, yes, they would go, they would drop like animals is how I'm reading that. Uh Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, I dropped myself. And then they would poopium vanisheria or whatever. Now I'm just now I'm just seeing it's like like wait hang on seven points from Gryffindor and then he just walks away and there's this little trail of pellets That's and he right. just like you know flings the wand behind him and it all vanishes. Harry, did you put your poop in the goblet of fire? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 let's 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 be book accurate here. Dumbledore said calmly. Calmly. Harry, did you put your poop in the goblet of fire? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know where we were going to go on this on this book of Paradise Lost. Well, yeah, Milton brought it up. Yeah, no, he All totally right. did. All right, so I know this is this is not uh, 
Harry Potter just to, to yeah. stave off any emails right now. But right. Mm. but then there's you shall not pass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. <clears throat> yeah. Gandalf doesn't poop. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think he does. No, no, he's an angel. <laughs> which don't poop, Milton. <laughs> yeah, Balrogs poop. <laughs> they all oh, oh, do they ever? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Ah. Um, but yeah, so so no, you're you're exactly right, Keenan. It's it's a lot of answering questions that nobody <laughs> asked, which is funny because like I I misremembered this part of the story as Adam kind of like like bothering Raphael and asking him all these questions about angels, right? Mm-hmm. But no, this is like this is this is all on Raphael. <laughs> Yeah, I guess right. It would be Adam's job is to sort of ask questions, understand things. Right, right. right. But he like like all Eve said was like, "Oh, I, you know, I hope this this food is good enough for angels." <laughs> like, well, let me like, tell well, you. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's the exact same thing that Adam said, like going out to like meet him in the field, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's, of course it's good for." Why didn't you just say the same thing? <laughs> oh, you think he um, he's one of those creeps? He just likes telling women about his, oh. his bodily functions. Well, we're gonna, oh, and that's why he didn't do it with Adam. Right, with, with Eve. Exactly. The exact same. You're right. The exact yeah. same question. Yeah. Two very well, different answers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to get. Actually, we, we might have some evidence of that a little bit further down uh, the page. Um, we'll see, actually. Yeah, folks, let's keep that in mind. Like how he how he differently addresses these two. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So so they, they begin eating and Milton, <laughs> he's still not done. He doubles down. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Raphael sat there and ate with with uh, vigor and, and hunger. Uh, why should this be surprising? So he knows it's surprising. He knows what he's doing is shocking. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, so just remember, uh, you know, while they're eating, Eve is, uh, is naked. And uh, oh boy, if, if there was ever a time when angels could be excused for lusting after human women. Am I right? He doesn't. No, no, no. He doesn't say I'm right. Um, but no, he, he's, he's referencing the book of Enoch where mm-hmm. – the watchers remember they had they had sex with human women mm-hmm. and he's basically saying man if, if those human women looked like eve standing there all naked <laughs> milton are you writing the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet <laughs> greatest epic poem in english literature folks uh, right there's fan fiction and there's up and then there's fan fiction you know yeah yeah right <laughs> it's like trying to, to ship raphael and eve over here. <laughs> that's right right um Okay, another big heresy he commits. Um, He has Raphael say, you know, everything comes from God and eventually everything will return to God. And and you guys down here and and us angels up there, we're we're made of the same stuff. It's just like, uh, you know, a difference of density. We're we're much lighter and you guys are more compact, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, okay, this this is new. (laughs) So all creation, including angels, are like part of God, like with the same like God ingredients. We're all just like one big jelly. And and the only thing that separates us is like a spectrum of density. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Before, okay, folks, let's let's remember why Raphael is here. Okay. <laughs> it's not to talk about poop. And it's not to stare at Eve, mm-hmm. which he which he doesn't do. Um that's that's Milton being gross. Oh um, really? Yeah, well so, so Raphael isn't even lusting after Eve. It's no, just, no. It's just, oh, I see. It's it's literally just no, no. Sorry, yeah. Sorry if I threw Raphael under the bus. For that. <laughs> no, because um, we were we were piggybacking off of, of like him being gross before, right, right. Um, but no, no, no. It, like, like it was. He's he's just sitting down and eating, mm-hmm. and it's Milton who dips in, and he's like, oh, and by the way, like you know, you you may have heard another story about like a, like an angel having sex with a human woman. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. 
this one's naked. So, <laughs> you know, but then he's like, oh, but that doesn't happen because, you know. Right. Because Raphael's a good guy. Yeah. We should try to convince Milton. The pizza? <laughs> fast I was. Okay. Um, but yeah, folks, the reason Raphael is here is to explain free will and to warn them about Satan and also explain who Satan is and how Adam and Eve fit into the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess you could you could make the argument that like if it really is, as he says, like that all things are part of the substance of God, mm-hmm. then like to explain one thing, you got to explain all of it. So maybe, so maybe Raphael thinks it's like, okay, to warn them about Satan, I got to tell them his origin story, but then I got to explain angels. And to do that, I got to explain, you know, that we're all the same. So, so maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. Like it, but again, it, it, it feels like he's saying a lot of things that don't need to be said mm-hmm. and he's forgetting his mission of why he's here. <laughs> but then, okay, let's listen to what he says next. This is Raphael. He says, Time may come when men with angels may participate and find no inconvenient diet nor too light fare, and from these corporeal nutriments perhaps your bodies may at last turn all to spirit, improved by tract of time, and winged ascend ethereal as we, or may at choice here or in heavenly paradises dwell. Now, I don't know about you guys, but to me, that sounds exactly like what Satan says will happen if you eat from the tree of knowledge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like exactly. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what Milton is trying to do, right? I don't, I don't know for sure if it is, but you could make that argument that we got Raphael uh, contemplating over here, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't know that this will happen, right? He's just like waxing philosophical, right? But Eve has already had a dream where an angel said this exact thing, right? Like eat this fruit and you're going to become like a god, right? And she's going to meet a talking snake who says the same thing, right? <laughs> With proof this time, right? Because mm-hmm. the snake can talk after eating the fruit, right? So right. he says. Um, so I like that. You, you got the dream and then you got this hypothesis from Raphael and then you got the experiment and the results from the snake. Mm-hmm. So it could be that that – Milton has Raphael saying this really stupid and really dangerous thing to better explain Eve's decision. Okay. Like, like now we're reading it and we're like, oh, I can see how she was tricked, how anyone would be tricked, right? After all of that, uh, like evidence, mm. right? But again, Eve is very silent here. Um, she almost disappears without any description or dialogue, mm-hmm. right? It's just these two guys talking. I would have, I would have loved to see a, a character beat where we see her reflecting on all of this, right? Well, it would also be nice, you know, as a novel or a poem rather than a play where Eve could hear all this and then we could hear her thoughts potentially and be like, right. she decides not to tell them him about the dream she had where this was, you know, being said. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she hasn't told him yet about the dream and she's like, oh yeah, maybe I'm going right. to keep that quiet now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah. And I would have liked to to give her the next line, this one that Adam is about to say. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, all this sounds great, becoming like angels and eating with the angels, but like you said you came here for a warning? Mm-hmm. And here is where Raphael is like, ah, yes, okay, great. Now we can talk about free will and sin. So so then he says, Okay, quote, God made thee perfect, not immutable. And good he made thee, but to persevere, he left it in thy power ordained thy will by nature free, not overruled by fate. So he says, you guys are good, inherently good, but God gave you the power to sin. So 
be careful, mm-hmm. right? You're not ruled by fate. You're not ruled by like a uh, 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 destiny. You can change your futures at any time, mm-hmm. right? And and this can be dangerous. Um, and as an example, he gives a very brief account of how Satan, who was once an angel in heaven and also had free will, rebelled against God and was cast into hell. So he's like, don't be like that guy, mm-hmm. right? But Adam completely misses the point. He's like, he's like, wait, 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 tell me more about the battle in heaven, right? That sounded really cool. <laughs> and Raphael pauses and he's like, hey, you mean all of it? <laughs> like from the beginning? <laughs> And Adam's like, yeah, yeah, sounds like it was high production value. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, like, like, really, like in the poem, like he pauses. He's, he's like, uh, Raphael's like, like you have asked me like an impossible task, mm-hmm. right? Like, not only is it really, really long and detailed, but it's also really, really. I, I was a soldier in that war, <laughs> dude. Yeah, but he's like, no, you know, it's like, like, you know, like this is. You know, I can't refuse. Like, basically, he's like, I can't refuse a child. You know, like, uh, this, yeah. this innocent question, right? So, yeah. But Raphael also says that's going to be really hard because our world is not a direct translation of your world. So I'm going to have to use some like similes and metaphors, Mm -hmm. just not the way that Milton does. Hopefully, (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, so, so like he's about to tell the story of the battle in heaven, but he wants Adam to know that. When he describes it, he's going to use a lot of human words like army and mm-hmm. battlefield and armor and spear and and even cannons. Spoilers, guys. Um, and it's not exactly the same up in heaven. He's just using these words because mm-hmm. they're the best you know description that he has. Mm-hmm. But Keenan, here's my question: mm-hmm. What the hell does Adam know about cannons <laughs> or spears or or, or or armies or battlefields? Mm-hmm. Right? He doesn't know them from Adam. <laughs> Or even battle, I say, like, like even just the yeah. idea of battle, right? They don't. You, they don't... You're just gonna like you're just gonna trample all over that joke that I just did. I laughed at that joke. Okay, <laughs> go back, listen to the tape. Yeah, <laughs> I laughed. All right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, but even the idea of like they don't hunt uh, animals. I mean, right? Yeah. So yeah. so and any of this is so outside of his uh, understanding. Right. Yeah. So so it's 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 weird because it's almost like. Like this is this is Milton saying to us mm-hmm, right. that the the battle in heaven is so epic and awesome, mm-hmm. but also different that even using words like spears and shields mm-hmm. and cannons and and phalanxes and legions, like that's not it's like it's 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 even better than that. Right. right? It's like you know how you don't have locks on your doors? No. Mm. What is a lock? What is a door? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have no need for such things. Yeah. You should you should you should get a door. <laughs> Why? And then you should get a lock. Why? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you can understand this metaphor. It's very complicated. Because yes. <laughs> the devil is out there. What is the devil? Mm. But oh, but okay, yeah. Let's let's look at this flashback that Raphael gives us. He says, "Before the earth was made, God called all the angels to him to announce that he had created his son, capital S son, on whom he bestows all his own power and authority. He puts the son in charge of all the angels, and he says." To disobey him is to disobey me. And all the angels rejoiced, and they all seemed to be happy with this. And uh, the rest of the day is spent dancing and singing and celebrating, and there's like a big banquet. And and then night comes, and, uh, you know, Raphael slash Milton dips in here. He's like, oh, yeah, like, ha- heaven has day and night. Um, <laughs> but but he's, he's like, but it only gets as dark as twilight up in heaven, right? Um, but yeah, so so night comes, and so all I, the angels... So that doesn't sound like night to me, so is, that, is night it's, a metaphor here, Raphael? I don't know. <laughs> It's Keenan. It's it's like night. <laughs> Nothing's like night. 
<laughs> it's as dark as night. All right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Except it's not. Except it's twilight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, anyway, anyway. All right. So, so all, all the angels are, are um, uh, you know, they've set up camp and they're, and they're sleeping in these, in these battle tents. I don't know why. Why? There's yeah. no battle yet. Unless, okay. Unless, un, un, unless maybe they're, they're still like treating chaos like another nation and they're like occupying it. Maybe. But, and yet this world was not. And chaos wild reigned. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 yeah so they're yeah. like, they're like, so, so you like, if, if we're reading this correctly, it's almost like creation is a war. Yeah. Okay. All against right. Against chaos. That I could buy. Or, and then, then, and then whatever these, uh, encampments really are and these swords really are is some, mm-hmm. some unfathomable angelic thing that they do to tame the chaos. Right. All right yeah, I could deal yeah. with that. Okay. Great. That's helpful. Yeah. That's helpful okay. to me. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so Satan's still up and he is thinking about this new, you know, son, capital S, mm-hmm. and he is not happy um, because Raphael says he, Satan, was one of the first, if not the first thing created. I like how even Raphael doesn't know mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. right? Like whether he's the first or just like one of the first, mm-hmm. right? So Satan wakes up his second in command. Remember, this should be Beelzebub, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from book two, although we don't get his angel name here. Um, oh, Satan right, because Satan is his uh, devil name and Lucifer right. is his angel name. Exactly, yeah, right? So we don't know what Beelzebub was right. before he was Beelzebub, yeah. Okay, so this is but, Beelzebub. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't put that together, mm-hmm. but I think I get that now. Well, I, that could be, I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. It just says he wakes up his second in command. Yeah. Um, I assumed that was Beelzebub, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. From, from book one and book two. Right. Um, so yeah, so Satan says, sleeps thou, companion dear? Companion What's, dear, listen to yourself, yeah, Satan. Yeah, He's yeah. been right in front of you. <laughs> folks and that's milton that is milton's pen <laughs> what are you running from satan what are yeah. you falling from satan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right but yeah he says sleeps thou companion dear what sleep can close thy eyelids right and he says you know so he's so he's saying how can you sleep after what just happened today i know you we have the same mind right we're almost one we gotta we gotta do something about this gather gather all the angels under our command and tell them by my order that we are all heading back to our lands in the north mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess, okay, there's, so there's also regions in heaven, and Satan had control of the north. Mm-hmm. Maybe, that, okay, maybe that's why the tents. Okay. Because, because they're far from home. They travel to this coronation of the sun. So, okay, so the rebellion isn't just from the entire class of the higher ups. We've established that before. And Satan is mm. like, um, Satan's like, oh, maybe it's just because I was high, high born, but no, other high born people didn't do that. Right. Uh, so maybe it's geographical, so maybe, which would make more sense in like mm. um, Milton's understanding of, of war, right? Yeah. It's not a class war; it's a geographical war, like traditional war. Right. He's yeah. He's he's writing this section, um, and it's sounding very very much like um, like some kind of like historical drama, right? right. Like Satan is like uh, you know a captain of of some army or mm-hmm. a general, and uh, you know he's um, he's going to go you know he's going to betray the king, mm-hmm. right? And he's getting like like the the angels under him are loyal to him, mm-hmm. so like they're going to follow him into this like rebellion. Right. This is right. like um, Alexander or Achilles or some other uh, great warrior of the past who's in love with their second in command and can't admit it to everybody exactly right <laughs> and that's what happens when you're not honest with your feelings folks you 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 draw one third of, of the sons of heaven with you into eternal torment and then you leave beelzebub down there and you leave beelzebub you learn nothing Satan. we were as one yeah yeah <laughs> That was God. That was God trying to teach him. He's like, hey, you know, you know, like, mm-hmm. like you can, hey, you can find heaven again. 
You know, heaven's not a place. <laughs> and, but like Satan's just too literal. He's just like, oh, I got to get out of hell. Right? <laughs> Both waking, we were one, he says. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I'm making too much of a stretch here. The more that no, we're reading not. this, no, okay. Not. There's more. It's 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 harder to find the poop in <laughs> in this book than it is to to see obviously like right. the relationship between Satan and his second name. Yeah, right he's, he's in love with Beelzebub. He doesn't mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And that is his downfall. He's not writing that about um, Moloch. I tell you that. No. <laughs> Let's call ah. him child sacrifice oven deer. Right, yeah, right. He's not. He's not the you know, like talking to Mammon, and he's like, he's like, ah, you know, it's like I, I love a, I love a guy with a, with a fancy car, you know. <laughs> then Mammon's like, what is a car? And he's like, I just, just it's you don't get me. <laughs> Going back to the Elzebub. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So 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 he yeah he wakes up. He does he does a lot of whispering in people's ears. Yeah, also. that's his thing. Like he's whispering into Eve's ear as a toad and he's whispering into, you know, into Beelzebub's ear, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, like, like, ear. like someone who's in love with him. Yeah, right? <laughs> he seems to be in love with Beelzebub. Mm-hmm. He is, he is, you know, he, he whispers in his ear much as a lover would do. <laughs> right. <laughs> in the style and manner. Yeah. But yeah, so they they get they get you know their their angels right, which mm-hmm. I guess accounts for like one third of uh, of all of heaven, right? Right, and uh, you know Satan's like, okay, we're 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 going home early, right? Mm-hmm. And they all you know uh, pack up and they and they head to the north of heaven, mm-hmm. which you know now now I got to put that in my mind. That it's like a it's like a nation, right? And it's got like regions, right? Right. And so Raphael, you know, breaks in here and, and tries to tries to like press upon Adam like how much all of the angels loved. Uh, you know, Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, for great indeed his name and high was his degree in heaven, his countenance as the morning star that guides the starry flock allured them and with lies drew after him the third part of heaven's host. And I like that he's deliberately not saying Lucifer, mm. but he's dropping these hints, right? He says he was like the morning star and he led all the other stars. Uh-huh, right? right. Yeah. And of course, folks, uh, God sees all of this happening, Right. <laughs> It's another comedy hard cut uh, <laughs> to God's throne, and he's just watching a third of his angels sneak away under cover of uh, twilight, mm-hmm. right? And he turns to the sun, and he's like, "Okay, prepare for battle." Yeah, so they're just like watching TV, right? In their barca loungers, and they're, they've got uh-huh. they've got the game on, like the basketball game. But they do have mm-hmm. Satan and Beelzebub in picture in picture in the corner, so right, they right. can see both of them. But, but definitely smaller, less important than the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> so God's like, "Prepare for battle." And the son's like, say less, fam. Mm-hmm. And because they are the same and of the same mind, they both do the finger guns at each other. <laughs> They're like, hey. Is it say less me? Oh, well. J- <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the finger guns. <laughs> right. They're more than fam, yeah. I guess. They're Yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, so, so yeah. the son is already doing the dad jokes. I fam that I fam, he says to Moses mm-hmm. on the mountain. Right. But yeah, so um, so so from here, uh, we get uh, another cut, and we are in the north of heaven, and all the rebel angels are gathering at the palace of Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Here is the first mention of that name. Although even here, Raphael says that's only the best human translation of Satan's angel name. Oh, okay. So we never actually hear it. 
And this and and oh, and also this palace is huge. It's got like pyramids and towers of like diamond and gold, right? And now he's living Again, down there in a teeny tiny one. Yeah, teeny tiny little like uh, personal pandemonium. <laughs> How did we never do that? <laughs> oh, just my personal side. How is that coming up in book five? <laughs> Personal pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Oh That's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 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 Satan's gathering them all together and he, you know, he does his thing. He makes a big speech about uh, freedom and how God is a tyrant and and how now the sun is usurping them and how they're 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 the sons of heaven and they they were here first and mm-hmm. how they should like at least be equal to the sun, right? Like who just got there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and everyone is eating it up, right? Everyone except one angel a seraphim named Abdiel, mm-hmm. uh, whose name literally means servant of God. Um, I don't think he's anywhere else in any religious texts. I looked and I couldn't find him. Um, I think he is an invention of Milton. That's what I believe as well. There mm-hmm. is the demonic paradise wiki. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can go okay. there and yeah, Abdiel's, um, Abdiel's wiki, like because most of the other ones, you click on them and uh, they, they show their corollaries in the Bible and things like that. Right, right. Yeah. But Abdiel just they just mentioned uh yeah, Paradise Lost. Yes. So wait a minute, wait a minute. The demonic wiki? The demonic paradise wiki. Is it like are they saying he's a demon? No, no, this is the uh, this is the Paradise Lost wiki, I think. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Paradise Lost wiki. Yeah. Angels, okay. demons, mm-hmm. elementals, etc. It's everybody in here, so. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Okay. But yeah. uh all right, I've been waiting for Abdiel to come up because uh oh, yeah, because yeah, I um, as you know, to get ready for even an hour long, hour and a half, one of these episodes, I uh-huh. read, you know, I read cliff notes of what I'm about to read yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and read what I read. And then Lester uh-huh. tells me what they mean. And then I listen to the show and I'm, I'm just catching up now. But yeah, uh-huh. Abdiel becomes a big deal and he becomes pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Later on. So. Right. Right. I really like, yeah, there, there's going to be like, like a callback to Abdiel, which is, which is really, really fun. Yes. Um. Yeah. He would be he um, would be a, a crowd favorite in the movie version for sure. Oh yes, yeah. he would be played by oh who who would it be? Oh, um, kind of like Sean Astin, I suppose. Yeah. Oh yeah. No no no. He would be Abdiel would be Sean Astin, right? And and when we see Abdiel again, like I, I think it's in the next book. It's like everyone's like yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so right now, like this is our first uh, introduction to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a a seraphim, uh, like we said, um, and he speaks up uh, like. In this crowd, in this crowd of, of angels who are just like eating up uh, Satan's words. Right. And alone, he says, Oh, argument blasphemous, false and proud, words which no ear ever to hear in heaven expected, least of all from thee, ingrate in place thyself so high above thy peers. So Abdiel says, like, what? Are you going to, like, teach the law to God? Mm-hmm. God made the law, and he made you. And he calls Satan out. He calls him a traitor. And he says that all of them should go back and beg forgiveness before it's too late, mm-hmm. right? And this is, like, Milton is, 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 is building this up because, like, he is, you know, not among friends right now, mm-hmm. right? Like, he is alone in this, right? Um, he says all this, but nobody seconds him. All the other angels are silent, and Satan's up there and he's smiling and he says, oh, so God made all of us. This is new. This is very interesting. Please go on. Tell us mm-hmm. where you heard all of this. Do you, do you remember being created? We'd love to hear about it. Do you have any proof of this? And he's like, nah, we made ourselves and we're going to defend ourselves. And if you don't like it, go back and tell them we're coming. Mm. And now all the angels cheer, right? But alone in the crowd, Abdiel replies, oh, alienate of God. 
O spirit accursed, forsaken of all good, I see thy fall determined. He says, pretty soon you won't have to worry about serving in heaven anymore. And he says, for soon expect to feel his thunder on thy head, devouring fire. Then who created thee, lamenting learn, when who can uncreate thee, thou shalt know. So he's like, yeah, you'll find out who made you and who's going to unmake you. <laughs> yeah, he brought right. you unto this world and he could take mm-hmm. you unto out of it. <laughs> Un- unto out of it. Yeah. Even Abdiel has a little bit of trouble. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so Milton is clear that he remains the only one of, of this group that is opposed to Satan. Exactly. So, so, yeah, so, um, he, so Satan convinces every single one from the north, but not Abdiel. Right, right. So I guess, yeah, so I guess Abdiel was under Satan and Beelzebub's command. Mm-hmm. Like he was, uh, he was like one of the angels in their charge. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, he's the only one. He's the only one who who um, denies Satan, right. right? And yeah, folks, this is where book five ends. We are still in the middle of Raphael's story of the war in heaven. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize that. <laughs> so we got more of this coming. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. No, I'm excited. It is about to go down, mm-hmm. folks. Um, and this book ends with... Abdiel alone mm-hmm. in a sea of rebel angels turning his back on Satan and walking away. And we will pick up next week with book six. Mm-hmm. For now, that is all of my notes. Keenan, is there anything else? No, I think we got it. All right, folks, this has been another excellent Exorcist Minute. I have been Lester Ryan Clark. You can reach me on all the socials as Lester Ryan Clark. And I've been Keenan Diaz. You can find me on Letterboxd and Instagram at Howdy Keenan. Mm, we got our listener group, Compelling Conversations. Go check that out and request to join, and we'll let you in here with us. Thank you so much to everyone who shared the show by word of mouth or on social media. And a big thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star ratings on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. We really appreciate that. It's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people like you. Okay, Keenan, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. Folks, until next time, the power of George Decay compels you. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> it is he, funny his he, his catchphrase oh oh my. Yeah, isn't yeah. from his his movies or shows. That's from um Howard Stern uh, um, oh. embarrassing him so much on Howard Stern's show that he's oh, just really? like, "Oh my." <laughs> yeah, it's not a oh my in a good way. Oh. <laughs> but he's kind of he's kind of like like adopted it as that, right? Like yes, he's, absolutely. Like he's taken it and, and like like he's owned it and he's he's like made it a thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He has like 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 the best voice. Like he has it like just oh, yeah. really it goes down. I can't even do it. Like, you know. He gets down there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Howard Stern was embarrassing him and, and saying that he has such a deep voice, he must have a big something and, and George Decay, <laughs> who had no idea what Howard Stern show was in yeah. the earlier. It was like, oh my. Man. <laughs> George Decay can't get a break. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's got Betty White going after him. Betty White, Howard and Howard Stern. Stern. <laughs> I don't know where I could go with Betty White on one side of me. Yeah. And Howard Stern on the other side of me. Leave him alone, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Great. He was a uh, um the last thing I heard his voice in was um there's like a I don't know if it's like actually stop motion or if it's like computer generated stop motion. Uh-huh. Um, it's on Netflix. It's just called Oni. Um, oh, cool. It's just, it's really, really cute. Like, uh, like fairy tale uh, with all these like um, 
Japanese uh, mythological creatures. Oh, um, cool! And he plays. It's like it's like a school for all of them, right? So you got like like the kappa and the and the other like like monsters are all like students, and he's the teacher, and he's the the tengu, which is that like long nosed bearded uh, creature. Mm. Yeah, Mr. Tengu. Uh, yeah. Oh, the image I have of them are all in their human form. Oh no, there we go. <laughs> oh, all right, there we go. <laughs> they got some wings and they got all sorts of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, check that one out, Oni. Yeah, I like I like that. You know, you know, the irony mm-hmm. is that if, if George Decay were playing Raphael, mm-hmm. um, he would like, he would, he would be less crude than this angel. <laughs> like he wouldn't oh, make no. these, these dumb poop jokes <laughs> No, <laughs> and, and talk about like Eve's like, you know, whatever <laughs> fruitful womb or whatever. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be like the, the epitome of politeness. Right. right. <laughs> Let's not let things go cuckoo bananas. <laughs> and he makes cuckoo bananas sound sexy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 